there are about projects worth 6 lakh crores in india that are stuck these are under construction projects and these are rare registered projects the person you just heard is mayank agarwal an experienced realtor and the founder and ceo of head state green cottage i will be sharing all of his insights and apprehensions related to residential real estate investing in india as i progress through the episode my goal here is to systematically and comprehensively break down residential real estate investment for you i will delve into various factors to consider when purchasing a house explore how you should budget your finances and offer detailed insights on effective risk mitigation strategies these insights will serve as a step by step guide providing you with all the essential insights you need to know about investing in residential real estate hi i'm your host ashish chabla welcome to another episode of temperament by one finance where we explore emotions and biases and their effect on the way we handle our money our aim is to help you avoid costly mistakes by giving you practical financial knowledge that helps you make smarter financial decisions in 2023 india's residential real estate market experienced unprecedented growth with housing sales reaching record levels despite global economic challenges anarok research reported over 349000 units sold in the top 7 cities during the first 9 months making a new peak in quarter 3 2023 despite a notable 11% increase in average property prices reaching nearly rupees 6800 per square feet the market remained resilient kanika shori founder of square yards noted that despite rising property prices sales remained robust reflecting a strong inclination towards home ownership the positive momentum is expected to continue into the next year as well driven by factors such as developers strong cash flow increased new launches buoyant home buying sentiment and consumers unwavering pursuit of financial security to understand this better let me invite my first guest on the show tarun jain founder and principal advisor at earth matters reality welcome to the show tarun thank you so much ashish tarun what factors should be considered when making a decision to invest in residential real estate so essentially you know need analysis is that uh, have a very clear objective of your investment very very clear objective of investment defined most of the times uh, people are not clear on their own objectives of property investments they essentially get consumed by the number one factor which i call as a f- reasons of failure or for that matter you know regret because 70% of the people in specifically in delhi ncr they regret after buying real estate only for one simple reason or the number one factor that we have kind of assessed and that is influence that i have a friend maine khareed liya tu bhi khareed le his need is not there his objectives are not clear and then he is pushed or asked to buy and then as a matter of influence people go into buying properties that's what is happening in gurgaon with a lot of pre launches happening and stuff so one have a clear objective of investment uh, clearly defined whether it is from a long term perspective whether it is for a short term perspective whether it is from an end use perspective or an uh, you know investment if it is an investment do you have an exit strategy in place do you know when to exit what is the leverage that you can have uh, for yourself do you have the cash flows to you know manage any kind of economic downturn if at all it hits you people if they don't perceive those factors they don't have clearly defined factors 
then they end up making a change in their decision at a later date or midway and then they realize that oh they've taken a wrong decision and then end up you know regretting or for that matter and that snowballs into an effect which leads to a little recession also in the market because a lot of people they are into punting in real estate more specifically with the primary market primary market is what we call it as original booking from the developers once you've identified that what's your objective is from an investment or an end use know what is the amount of exposure that you can take you know what's your time horizon how you're going to sustain it what are the locations that uh, one can look at with the kind of locations whether you want to go in uh, i mean depending upon the different component of money which is involved in india depending upon that which location at what price points you want to enter who are the developers if at all you're going in for a developer property what are the kind of developers what's the kind of uh, background their financial strength and then of course the price points because at times people the developers they launch at a price point which are not conducive to the current market values they are meant with a thing whereby uh, the future uh, growth is already capped in so those are the factors that one has to look at and then of course uh, make a decision so there's no barometer as such ashish as i said that you know it's there's no particular one set recommendation for one and all it is a very customized and very tailored to the specific needs of the people also one important aspect is not to keep uh, all your eggs in one basket have a diversified portfolio of investment uh, so if if you are investing just don't keep investing in one asset class so diversify have it uh, have a short term uh, goal have a long term goal have a goal uh, for the second home or the vacation homes have your retirement planning have your success have your you know uh, plan your a uh, succession that or legacy that you have to leave behind for your kids so all that is also very very important aspects that one should keep in mind so diversification i would call it is a very important aspect that one should keep in mind thank you tarun for those insights i agree that there's no universal investment strategy to determine the most suitable approach aligning with your objectives finances and context i suggest seeking guidance from qualified financial advisors at one finance Now, let me play my conversation with Mayank Agarwal. Mayank expresses a strong optimism for the residential sector. Real estate sector in India is uh, you know as we know as per reports is expected to reach US 1 trillion dollars in market size by 2030 and this is up from USD 200 billion dollars in 2021. So that's an 800 billion increment expected in just 9 years. and by 2025 the real estate sector is going to contribute to 13% of the country's gdp 13% is a huge number uh, i think real estate is doing well there is a uh, robust demand in general now we get to the specifics where i see the booming industries the booming sub segments in real estate land is doing really well the holiday home market is doing really well affordable housing is do- doing really well so i think these three segments are definitely uh, what i'm most excited about excellent mayank also i wanted to get a better understanding on effective financial budgeting specifically if someone is considering investing in a property worth say 1 crore how can they assess their readiness for such a significant investment great question and 1 crore is that sweet spot for most people one thing a person must understand is that 
your home loan eligibility and of actual affordability are two totally different things i'll get to that you know in a minute now there are two ways you can obviously procure a house one is with a loan one is without a loan if you're buying any home without a loan it's pretty much you know straightforward however if you are taking a loan which most people do uh, you have your banks and you have your nbfcs right now we've seen nbfcs typically are they might increase your eligibility whereas banks we've seen are a little bit more uh, conservative in their uh, approach uh now for instance if you were to buy a 1 crore home on a loan most banks would you know want you to make a 20% down payment uh, of course there are some projects i've seen where even banks you know do a 595 scheme as well but uh, you know if i were to take an average uh, you know in general it's always like a 20 80 split so you must have 20% savings with you which is 20 lakh rupees of the 1 crore to make that initial down payment which is critical now once you pay the 20% or you know now rera mandates a 10% and then registration of your document uh but say you were to register your document of you know before the home loan so you pay a 20% then you'll you know register your agreement for sale now the standardy charges in maharashtra are are, are 6% 5 to 6% depending on you know even 7% depending on you know your gender and which sub district you you know belong in so assuming your stamp duty is about 6% that is a 6 lakhs hit so from now 20 lakhs you also need 6 lakh rupees now of course assuming you're buying an under construction property you'll also end up attracting a gst of 5% on this obviously gst is paid on pro rata basis but however you will need the 5% of the 20 lakh as well which is about 1 lakh rupees so you need to have 27 lakhs first up front this is non negotiable right secondly once you apply for the loan now assuming say you have a salary of i would you know say 1 lakh rupees per month now depending on your existing liabilities and your civil score your age uh, you know the kind of job you are in do you get bonuses uh, banks evaluate you know multiple factors but uh, let's say uh, you have a very enthusiastic uh, banker with you or an agent dsa and he manages to get you a 70 lakh loan on a 70 lakh home loan on you know say a 1 crore uh, on a, on a 1 lakh salary uh, assuming the interest rates about you know 8 8.5% a ballpark figure your emi on a 70 lakh loan should be around 62 to 65000 monthly emi approximately right um now you've got the loan for 70 lakhs but can you afford to pay a chunk of 65 to 63000 rupees from your monthly salary of 1 lakh rupees now probably you can you know say a friend of mine can but another friend of mine cannot because you have to also see your standard of living you know that, that that's critical right so you have to assess all these factors just because you're eligible for a loan doesn't mean you are you can comfortably pay uh, that emi yeah for the next 20 years secondly you have to also understand assuming that you're paying an emi of about say 62 to 65000 on top of this are you currently living in a rental apartment can you pay that rent now assuming you shift assuming you're buying a ready apartment you're paying an emi of 62 to 65000 can you also afford the maintenance along with the uh, you know emi now i would assume the monthly uh, you know the maintenance around i would say 1% of the property value now of course there's no hard and fast rule but this is a ballpark figure now 
1% of 1 crore, if your property is 1 crore, would mean that you're spending 1 lakh every year as maintenance and property tax, which is approximately, uh, you know, I would say, uh, do I buy to about 8,000 bucks, right? Per month that you, that goes towards maintenance and property tax. So can you also afford that additional 8,000 on top of that EMI every month? So that is something one needs to evaluate. Uh, you know, evaluate all your hidden charges, your maintenance, your car parking, brokerage fee, uh, tan beauty, GST. You know, the hidden charges are, uh, you know, the one that, you know, can be killer. Thank you, Mayank. And what are your thoughts on choosing between under construction projects and already constructed properties? Right. So, of course, there are two types of properties in residential. Talk about the construction phase-wise. One is absolutely ready with the occupancy certificate. And the second is the under-construction properties. Now, let's talk about ready properties first. Now, most contrary to popular belief, most people think that ready properties are safe. They are safer relative to under-construction properties, but they're not absolutely safe. You need to assess the title of the property uh, a thorough due diligence is an absolute must. You must hire a local advocate to do a search report of the property to see the historical transfer of ownership of the property. You know, scrutinize the uh, you know previous chain sale deeds, conveyance deeds. Uh, you know, take out the search uh, from the registrar department. Uh, you need to assess the title of the property, right? Secondly, if you're buying a ready property, make sure you're buying a ready property. Uh, with the occupancy certificate. The occupancy certificate is critical. Uh, uh, just makes the property more bulletproof, right? Uh, of course, there are a lot of properties in you know in India that are ready but don't have the occupancy certificate and the municipality, you really can't do anything. You can't really evict so many people on humanitarian grounds. But, you know, I think as a new buyer, it's better to buy a property, a ready property where the occupancy certificate is received. Moving to under construction properties, there are about projects worth 6 lakh crores in India that are stuck. And this is un these are under construction projects, right? As and these are rare registered projects. So uh, having said that, if you're buying an under construction property, make sure it is RERA registered. This might sound oxymoronish, but you know, RERA has still having said that, streamlined a lot of things in the country, right? Secondly, if you type a RERA's, uh, you know, a project's RERA registration number, you will be able to see, you know, I would say the horoscope of the project. Gone are the days where, you know, builders would lie to you, then listen, you know, out of 100 apartments, we've sold 99, only one unit is available. So, you know, now it's very easy to check all those, you know, it's very easy to fact check. You can just do a simple, you know, search on your state's official, uh, you know, RERA uh, website. And you, you know, have access to all this information. Then you can obviously hire an, you know, if you're paranoid, you can obviously hire an advocate to scrutinize all those documents as well. But having said that, in under construction, uh, again, better to go with a builder with a good track record. Definitely with a uh, good track record. So yeah, under construction, make sure the project is RERA, RERA registered and also look at the builder's track record. Thank you, Mayank. Your insights have sparked a number of questions for me. Like, how can we effectively mitigate risks in residential real estate investments? What specific rights does RERA afford us? And how should one conduct due diligence on a property? Now, these are just a few intriguing questions that have surfaced. For a thorough exploration of these crucial topics and a comprehensive understanding of residential real estate investing in India, 
join me in the second part of this episode in that segment i will delve into the details of leveraging legal frameworks to safeguard our investments i will see you on the other side investment in securities market are subject to market risks read all related documents carefully before investing the securities quoted are for illustration only and are not recommendatory